Would you rather ride a bull once a week or get in a bar fight once a year? Outer Range, season one. Let's chat. Welcome to the Center Cut Center Chat. I am Michael. Yeehaw! I'm Dave. Hey, Dusty Dave. We're back again to <laughs> pseudo talk about outer range, but what do we have on top today? Oh, yeah. We're going to discuss whether or not we went on a ride a bull once a week or get in a bar fight once a year. That's accurate. Now, if you haven't checked out the outer range proper episode, you should probably go do that first. But these two things kind of happened in the show. Rhett rides bulls and Rhett and Perry both got in a bar fight. Yeah. But this one's going to be a little bit different because when we posed this question and trying to figure out our center chat, me and Michael had extremely varying views, <laughs> just drastically different views on this whole thing. So what we're actually going to do is we're going to give our answers up front and then we'll have a discussion about it, trying to kind of sway the other one to our correct side of the story. I would definitely prefer riding the bull once a week. And I would most certainly prefer getting in a bar fight once a year. And I will preface with saying that my original pitch for this episode was getting in a bar fight once a month. And Michael thought that that was far too much bar fighting for it to be even close to equal, which is just bananas. Okay, well, we'll discuss. As usual, though, we do need to clarify up front. I think to be clear, when we say a bar fight, we are talking about fisticuffs, right? Not like hitting each other with a metal bar, right? Like we mean like just put up your dukes, punching, maybe a beer bottle or two if, if you're unlucky, but we're in a drinking institution and we're fighting. Yeah, we're basically roadhousing every weekend. Okay. Like there are other patrons and there's tables and stools and a bunch of those damp little paper coasters everywhere. For sure. Okay. Yes. And then kind of follow up question to that is... Are we considering we are getting in a fight in a bar, but we are only fighting one guy? Or is this a Western-style bar fight is breaking out every time and the whole place is fucking going batshit crazy? No, I, I don't think the patrons can intervene, though. I, I think they're there. You can fall on them or, or you have to dodge them while they're playing darts, but they're not going to hit you or team up with the person you're fighting with, right? Like, it's just one person we're fighting, 1v1. One time annually, we are in a UFC-style fight in a bar. Correct. With other people there that can't actually fight you, but they're there and you have to... They're basically spectators. Right, but they could be in your way. Agreed. Okay. How long does it last? Like, is it until one person gets knocked out or you mutually lose interest? Oh, fuck, the game's on. I'm done fighting. What? When does the fight end? I guess it depends on if we're drunk or not, right? I feel like that's how a lot of drunk fights end. They're just like, uh, they get distracted and bored and then stop fighting. Or they die. Or they die. <laughs> <laughs> or just get knocked out. A lot of unconsciousness. Yes. Okay, it's just when it comes to its natural conclusion, there's not like a time limit. Exactly. It's not, okay. in that regard, it is not like a UFC fight where like after 10 minutes, a bell's going to ring and it's like, okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Okay. So it could be two minutes. It could be 45 minutes. Yep. Okay. Oh, God, a 45-minute fight. I'd be so fucking tired by the end. <laughs> I can't even, like, walk from one end of my house to the other without getting winded. Emily, I am sorry about your love life. I feel like I've clarified enough of the bar fight. 
I, I feel like I understand what that looks like. Yeah. The weekly bull riding that we're doing, is it like competition style bull riding? Kind of like Red is doing in Outer Range? Or are we just talking like we have a ranch and we go out in our backyard and ride our bull for a few seconds and then, you know, the weekend's bull riding is done? No, I don't think it's a leisurely Sunday stroll. I think this is a rodeo type deal. Like they're riling that sucker yeah. up, shoving an umbrella handle up its butt or whatever they do to piss it off. I don't so know. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. And, and your goal is to stay on as long as possible. Okay. So that's another question is that most bull riding competitions, like the ride ends either when you fall off or commit a fault or something like that, or you last for eight seconds. Mm -hmm. So same rule applies. Well, my question there is like, is there a limit? Like, do you have to hit eight seconds? So if you fall off in one second, you got to keep getting back on until you meet your eight second quota. Or is it just if you fall off in one second, then you're done? That's a good question. Because then how do you gauge effort? Like, is I going to just purposely fall off in a second? All right, my bull ride's done. Yeah, I would say that probably if you fall off within the eight seconds, it increases your likelihood of getting injured. Yes, I would agree. So I guess it has to you have to put in effort. Like there has to be a sign of effort. Okay, and we're just we're just trusting. You can't just like that. Flop, flop off the thing and run away and be like, I, I tried. <laughs> so we're we're just we're mutually trusting that this the other person's giving the, the old college try. Yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that. So then my other question is, if we are riding in a relatively competitive setting and we're having to do it weekly, then uh, you know if we get good enough at it, can we just compete in the professional bull riding uh, circuit? Yes. Okay. It's not a baby bull, right? Like we're talking a king size, 1,500 pounds of fury. Real legit. Yeah, a big boy. Okay. And can we wear gear? Like I get gloves and boots and a cowboy hat? Obviously, gloves, boots, cowboy hat. Those are standard. I just wear those normally. <laughs> Can I wear pads and a helmet like I'm a 12-year-old rollerblader? That's a great question. So I actually did look up that injuries for professional bull riding, although still very bad, were much, much worse previously. Now bull riders are wearing basically bulletproof vests to like help try and like protect their chest because all the really, really bad injuries slash deaths were from... Their hind legs uh, come down on your chest and just like crush your whole cavity. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Not a fun way to die. So I can wear pads and helmet if I want to? But I mean, yeah. I mean, if that's what professional bull riders are doing right now, then I would say that, that that shouldn't be against the rules. Okay. Last clarifier I really have is, do I have to ride the bull in some state like Arkansas or South Dakota? Because that's where a lot of this rodeo shit happens. That's a good question. Because that's important. I don't want to be there. They're going to hate me. I'm going to get beat up weekly. That might be a deal breaker for me. I mean, if you're if you're having to do it semi-competitively, then I would assume, yeah. I mean, I could fly down there and just do it there and then leave again, right? Yeah. Do that. Yeah, I mean, yes. All right. I'm all clarified up. I'm ready to argue with you. Now, I know you're going to pull out some statistics, so lay it on me, big boy. How likely is it that I'm going to die riding a bull? I'm not going to pull out a whole lot of statistics, but I do have one statistic for you. Since the inception of Center Chat, we've always done a Center commercial. Guys, you're not even going to believe. Today, our episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens AG1. I know. It's crazy. I'm still drinking it, and I still love the way it makes me feel. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. 
This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. That's all the things if you were keeping score. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto. Kiki keto. <laughs> it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, or if you're like me and only eat things that are an unnatural color, it fits your diet. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And it tastes tropical and delicious. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. That's like three gallons of gas. Topical. <laughs> Thankfully, he created the solution and is sharing it with the world. It costs you less than $3 a day, easily cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. A cup of water. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, Dave, your argument so far has been a bunch of bull, and I am ready to start swinging, but our listeners might want to do something else. What should they do? They can go to our Instagram or our TikTok at the underscore center underscore cut. They can weigh in on center chats, watch cool videos that we make, look at funny, funny photos of you mostly. They could do all the all that fun stuff. They can. And if they want to send us a message, they can do that at the centercartcast at gmail.com or podinbox.com slash the center cut. Oh, yeah. We'd love to hear your voices. And while we're listening to your voices, why don't you put your voice in text form? and review our podcast only if you like it yeah thank you please yeah thanks me so it was tough to find exact statistics for bar fights but based on the short period of intense googling i did it looks like <laughs> between four to nine hundred people a year die in fist fights which knocks your literal bullshit out of the water. Just fist fights in general. Yeah, but that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of deaths. But how many fist fights are there? Many, many, many fist fights. That could be like a quarter of a quarter of a percent. That's still a lot of deaths, David. Well, yeah, but yeah, yes, that's a lot of deaths. Correct. But a bunch of people also die in car accidents. And you're not afraid of driving a car once a year. Oh, I am afraid of driving my car every single time. No, I'm not. I love driving my car. <laughs> every uh, time. I don't know. I maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe so. But that's the thing. There's no way to get an accurate percentage here. Yeah. So, but the point is, we can die either way. Is my main point. And oh yeah, is there a good chance that an untrained putz like me will die or break my spine or dick? Yeah, there's a good chance. There's like a real good chance that the first time you get thrown up on a bull, you you're dying. Same thing with the fight, man. There's no way nah, in hell I nah, am surviving. Nah, nah, nah. You think I'm gonna survive forty bar fights? 40 more bar fights in your life. That's one a year. If I live 40 more years, there's no possible way. Okay. There's no way I'm going to survive 40 bar fights. And then if I do die, let's say I die both ways. Let's say I die in riding a bull and 
in a bar fight. I would much rather die in the dirt like a legend than on a sticky, smelly floor next to a bunch of dudes who ride motorcycles and drink Bud Light. Let an animal take me. That's the most natural way to die. I want to die by animal. You think surviving 40 bar fights would be impossible, but surviving 2,080 bull rides would be fine? Yes, because after the first 75 bull rides, I'm going to be a boss. You're already dead. (laughs) You're 100% already dead. Yeah, but I'd be dead after one bar fight. Yeah, I think I'm pretty confident that either if we were not allowed to have any training or anything, I'm like fairly certain that both of us would be dead after the first bull ride. I don't agree because listen, it's like it's like getting in a car accident. It's the people who are untrained and just floppy. If I'm just like floppy up on that bull, it's like a drunk person in a car accident. They're fine because their their body's all floppy and ready for it. I'm ready to fall on the ground. I'm I'm flopped out. That's not how any I'm of that works out, son i'm flopped out if you're flopped out that means that you're not going to be able to get off the bull if you do fall off you're not going to do it gracefully you're going to hit the no. ground and that thing's going to fucking stomp your shit i'm gonna no i'm gonna be like flopping like an electric eel and then the clouds come the clouds come and knock the bull away i'm good so so your plan is just <laughs> is to just flop flop around a bunch which fine okay flopping get it and then once you hit the ground after getting thrown from this bowl, continuing to flop on the ground like a like a fish that got caught and then was thrown onto the dock. Well, yeah, or that or just like roll until I can get under a barrel or whatever they do. I don't know. Yep, they definitely roll under barrels. That's exactly <laughs> it. You, I'm glad, man, you did a lot of research in that furious <laughs> minute of Googling, huh? I think that my instincts could semi-kick in in terms of a fight. Obviously, I am not in peak or valley physical form, but I do feel that I can, at least from the things I've observed in my life, either in real life or through media, would give me just a little bit of prep for a fight to a point where granted i'm i'm assuming that just because i'm getting in a bar fight doesn't mean that i'm facing like conor mcgregor this is just another dude in a bar or woman that could very likely be another flabby weird dude like me it could but it could also be a very in shape mean bedraggled scowler yeah but you know what you're gonna always get in a bullfight a mean bedraggled bull you're not getting no flabby lazy bull let me tell you yeah you're right you are right you are here's the thing though here's my main point because i know how much you care about money Mm -hmm. tell me how much you're gonna make fighting a drunk guy zero zilch zippity doodah i can't even fathom how you think getting in a physical altercation in a place with very 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 dirty bathrooms is the better choice i'm gonna be making money I'm going to be making money. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> With the, the flop uh, strategy that you have ready to go, just locked and loaded, you think you're going to be making tons of cash with the flop? Here's the thing. There aren't a ton of detailed articles on the pay for bull riders, which makes sense since people that do rodeo probably can't read or write. I mean, there kind of are, but yeah. I could make like $100 even if I lose. Even losing, I'm going to get paid. That's like that's $5,000 a year. I do that for 40 more years. That's $200,000. I just put a nice down payment on a house while you're spitting what's left of your teeth into a mug that held draft Miller Lite. Get real, Dave. No, Get real. you're absolutely insane because here's here is the what it comes down to. Let's say in both instances, we're going to get hurt, right? Chances are we're going to get hurt in one way or another at some point along the line, yes. whether either one you pick. 100% agree. That bull 
wants to fucking kill you. So does the barman. No matter what. The barman. Or woman. Or woman. Wants to incapacitate you. They do not want to literally murder you because then they'll go to jail. So chances are is that in a bar fight, once you get knocked out cold and hit the floor, they're not just going to keep punching you until you're dead. Unless you're Perry and the dude was talking shit about your missing wife, then you would. In terms of like, like I love how you just pulled out that statistic of how many people died in fist fights like this year. It's like, well, yeah, like a lot of people died in fist fights, but how many people didn't die in fist fights? And that is many, many, many more. So I think like statistically speaking, the person that you're fighting is not going to want to kill you where that bull doesn't give a flying fuck. It will destroy you. I agree with what you're saying, but the point still remains more people die fighting. So whether they intend to kill you or not, they still end up killing you. That's all that matters. Intention doesn't matter. Intention doesn't mean shit. Results, baby. Results. Results over intention. Always. There are like 500 professional bull riders. Of course, statistically speaking, more people are going to die in fistfights than bull riding. But we're not talking about whether or not if we were dropped into the middle of a city, if we have a better chance of dying in a bull riding or in a fistfight. We're talking about if we were put into this situation, if we were forced to do this. What is our chance of survival? First, you're, we're completely untrained. Neither of us have probably ever been on a ranch. <laughs> We've wait, I don't. I've never worn actual cowboy boots. Even the first weekend, you get up on a raging bull. You're not just flopping out of the way, my dude. You're getting seriously hurt. Agree to disagree. Oh, my God. I cannot. I just can't fathom the fact that you think that riding a bull is safer. Listen, the only thing that's better about your choice is the time commitment. Because, yes, I'm going to be spending way more time over the course of my life riding a bull than I would be in a fight. Yes. Get it. Understand. Think about how dirty you're going to be every single time you flop into that dirt. Oh, I don't care. I can take a shower after. You're going to be in sticky fucking jizz floors. No, thanks. Once a year. When's the last time you were in a bar? In the past year. Okay, cool. When's the last time you were at a rodeo? What does that matter? That doesn't matter. You're That's dumb. That doesn't matter. Well, you're claiming that you would rather walk around in the dirt for however long you need to hang out in it and then eventually ride a bull that's kicking up dirt everywhere and you're rolling and probably it's shit on the ground and stuff. And that's perfectly fine doing that weekly. But the one time you need to go into a bar which is something that you do already it's annually. It's not about going in the bar, you dumbass. It's about getting you beat up and the, why dead. Why are you talking about the jizz floor? Because I'm going to be in it. I'm just saying it's comparable to rolling around in dirt, but none of that matters. Who cares about any of that? The fact that remains, I'm going to die. I'm no, definitely going to die in the bar fight. God. 100% going to die. I can't believe that you think that you have a better chance of dying in a bar fight than bull riding. But listen, considering I'm converting some of the time into money and making my legs stronger, it's worth it. I'm getting value out of my time. You're just going to get beat up and have the local drunks lose respect for you. I don't understand. Once a year. Okay. All right. Have fun. Once a year. You're doing it 52 times. <laughs> So you, okay, cool. So over the course of the year, you made $100 a week because guaranteed you're at the bottom of the list every single week. You are saying that the time of going to a rodeo, waiting for your fucking number to be called, riding the bull, getting that all over with, driving home, going through all of that 52 times to make five grand or whatever is more worth it than going to a bar once a year. I'm not just going to a bar. I'm getting beat up by a man or a woman. Yeah, but you're talking about time frames. At least once that year, you also got somehow injured, if not seriously injured by the bull. 
So what? I could go viral and make even more money. I'm the guy who flops. I'm the bull flopper. Plus, let's talk about what happens 30 years from now. And you're in a fight now. And the guy who you're fighting feels bad because he's beating up a 65-year-old man. But you instead have chosen to be a 65-year-old man riding a fucking bull. You think that's going to go well at retirement, Chief Rudy? I'm feeling pretty confident that people are going to agree with me. But anyway. That's insane. (laughs) You are absolutely crazy. Saying ride that bull. Ride that bull. For whatever absolutely insane reason. I gave you all the reasons. Michael is confident in this. And I need the world to know how absolutely insane you are we'll see we'll see what the people say oh god i can't wait here's the thing you have not swayed me i am even more resolute in my answer i'm way more resolute so what's an hour a week i waste an hour a week already and at least this way i could pick up some southern chicks who will think i'm the smartest human being on the planet if ashley ever decides to leave me i got all these southern chicks this guy's smart I could pick up a tobacco habit. My thigh muscles would get so swole, bro. The southern chicks at a rodeo are not looking for smarts. Sorry, bud. Look at that flopper, bro. Look at that floppy flopper. The only thing, this is the one thing that I'm worried about. Dying. No, it's just the bull turning its head back and biting me. I know that's irrational, but uh, it's just giving me the heebie-jeebies just that's thinking about it. Do, do it right now. Thing, huh? Do it right now. Picture yourself riding a bull and then think yeah. about the bull just turning its head around and trying to bite you while you ride him. Doesn't that just like, ugh. Doesn't that just disgust you? No. No, it doesn't. (laughs) I don't know, man. I worry about, like, falling on the ground and having it stomp my face into a puddle. But no, I'm not worried about it turning around while I'm on it and nibbling at my hand. (laughs) Okay. Not really at the top of the list of of things that I would be worried about in that situation. Your funeral. (laughs) What? The only thing that needs to happen now is we need people to tell us what they think. How? How? We're going to post it to Instagram, and I want all of you to go to the underscore center underscore cut. I want you to vote that the bar fight is the far better option. And then I want you to message Michael privately to tell him that he's a fucking idiot. (laughs) Not going to happen, David. I'm feeling confident that I am going to be the winner. (sighs) I really don't think so, bud. Okay, well, we've talked about it. We're done without a range which is unfortunate because it's a great show. What do we have coming up next? Coming up next, we're going to be covering Mr. Nobody with comedian Ant Perez, a friend of Nick D's and a friend of us. Yeah, I am excited for that. I have watched the ends of Mr. Nobody at this point, and we've stepped into another weird one. What is it lately? I feel like lately we're getting a lot of crazy shit. We are. So that will be fun. All right. Well, that is it. And remember, our opinion, just like being the best person at a rodeo event, does not matter.